0: hello everyone welcome back to the podcast how are we doing it feels like literally yesterday that i recorded a podcast i'm recording it so early in the week this week it is tuesday i probably have one of the most hectic days i've had in a long time today i have i've had well i am have i will have by the end of the day like five meetings and i also had like an appointment to go to I also have a lot of work to do and I'm also doing something tonight. So today is a hectic, hectic day. But one of course I'm grateful for. I like to be able to just go and get everything that I need done for the day. That is always super enjoyable. So today we are back in the recording studio. I just love recording my podcast in here it's so much nicer i should actually just book this place out to do work to be honest because it's so quiet no one bothers you you have a little do not disturb light outside the door so people really just do not come in Uh, and it's also locked obviously so it's just great like i feel like i could get hours and hours worth of work done in here but uh, yeah, and also another win, maybe I should start doing this, wins for the day or for the week when I record the podcast, today I managed to uh, parallel park on a hill for the first time in so long, I mean Jacob, uh, my partner, everyone knows who he is, usually drives everywhere, he just likes driving and I I don't dislike driving and I actually think I'm quite a good driver, even though it took me four times to pass my test. Let's not talk too much about that. Um, And he drives everywhere. He just likes it. And it just kind of works. And today, uh, he usually comes with me to Dundee. But because he's just finished his degree, there's obviously no need for him to be here. Especially when I'm here for so long today. So I drove up myself. I know, crazy and there's like a big hill in Dundee that's free parking and of course if you're ever uh, parked in a city you know that it's an absolute nightmare to find free parking so I parked on that hill, parallel parked it myself, first try. Absolutely beautiful, all I could think of when I was doing it and after I was like, Jacob will be proud. So that is a big win today. I'm actually so proud of myself because I actually was so sure that I wasn't I would not be able to parallel park anymore, let alone be able to parallel park on a hill, on a steep hill. But that is like actually made my day this morning. I was so happy with myself with that. But Reaffirmed in myself that I can actually park in any situation, and I don't need Jacob to do it for me. So, <laughs> there we go. Um, but that's a quick side note. But today, I want to talk a little bit about getting onto the real thing uh, snacking and whether or not snacking is a good idea of what's the situation with snacking between meals this is an important topic I think it's one that people um, there's a lot of different aspects that go on with snacking and why people might snack why people might not snack there's also uh, very different for different populations uh, so it is a big topic and one that I think is quite important of course also matters what you snack on but we'll get into that today as well but i hope you guys have had a absolutely wonderful week and i hope you're not having such a busy day as me because i've had absolutely no time for anything but get up and go 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 but uh, yeah actually this week is pretty insane i have a really really busy week um but yes if you want to know more about that follow me over on instagram because i've got some stuff coming about it this week over on there but yes let's get into it so snacking really of course we have three meals a day breakfast lunch and dinner we all know that and then in between those meals sometimes people snack sometimes people don't eat at all what is the best thing to do for your health there's a couple different factors here that I'm going to talk about number one is obviously the more instances that we consume you would I'll assume that that means more calories consumed but it really depends on who you are and what you uh, like to do, how you like to eat, how you feel eating. It really depends on a lot of different things. So number one is how hungry do you get because hunger does vary massively in different people. That is something really big also depending on what age you are and also if you are someone who tends to emotionally eat or if you're someone who Uh, eats more depending on how they feel that's also a big factor sometimes snacking can simply be that trying to get yourself through the day uh, because of course we do get enjoyment out of consumption especially consumption of highly palatable foods so i think the first question we need to ask ourselves is why are we snacking are we snacking because we've not had enough at our meal times or and we're actually genuinely hungry or you know is snacking a regular thing is it absolutely a massive part of your life can you not Go between meals without snacking. Really think about your relationship with snacking and why you do it and what types of foods you have. Because of course, if you've had, I don't know, It very much varies so say if you're had a small breakfast or something and you're bloody starving by the time you get to lunch you know by all means go for it so there's a lot of different things obviously but if we're thinking about every single day where we're needing to snack between meals that might not be the best sign Uh, the main thing for this is really talking about insulin and blood glucose and more kind of around insulin specifically because every time we eat so whether that is a high fat protein meal a high fat meal a high protein meal or high carbohydrate meal our body releases the hormone insulin in response to those meals and basically what insulin does is brings your glucose back down to homeostasis and homeostasis is the foundation of absolutely everything in the body absolutely everything in the body needs to be at a balance and that is what homeostasis is so the body's constantly working all the time to maintain this balance of homeostasis to keep everything in the right levels at all times I mean most things in the body have a kind of range of where they should be sitting at all times and when it goes too high or goes too low that's where problems start to arise so, you know anything with blood sugar with temperature with so many different things so when it comes to blood sugar, our body's constantly trying to keep blood glucose at a, um, this different range, so there's a high and a lower level for blood glucose. Of course, people with type 1 or type 2 diabetes have specific issues with this, but talking about uh, healthy people without any type 2 or type 1 diabetes or gestational diabetes, anything like that, talking about people without that, um, we have a level on which the insulin should keep glucose and also glucagon the other hormone that brings insulin the insulin blood glucose back up so these hormones are really really critical because if we have a hyperglycemia or hypoglycemia so that is high blood glucose or low blood glucose really not great things happen in those uh, situations so insulin is really 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 important and the functioning of the insulin is really really important but over time if we continuously spike our insulin levels all the time it can result in something called insulin resistance which i've talked about on the podcast before. But this really means that our body becomes quite resistant to insulin. It has problems with reacting in the right way to insulin, which can result in hyperglycemia uh, or hypoglycemia depending on the situation so it's super important that uh, we keep our insulin functioning well so if we go back to those meals whether it's a high fat or high protein meal or high carbohydrate meal specifically if it's a high carbohydrate meal and specifically if it's in uh, a high carbohydrate meal that is rich in refined sugars or refined carbohydrates that is one where insulin is going to go shoot right up so If you have a really heavy fat and protein meal, your insulin will not be spiked as much. And if you have a really heavy carbohydrate, refined sugar, not necessarily um, starchy carbohydrates, so whole grain carbohydrates, it will still uh, come up, but in a slow releasing way, not necessarily such a big spike, like you see when you've had a chocolate bar or if you've had a big bowl of white pasta with cheese and no vegetables. So that, really refined carbohydrate refined sugar meals really spike insulin really really high and how does this relate to And you might be thinking so if we're having quite a lot of meals. So if we're having three meals every day plus snacks that are rich in refined carbohydrates, we are our insulin a lot throughout the day. And over time this can become problematic for insulin resistance. Insulin resistance is linked to type 2 diabetes, overweight and obesity and therefore as well heart disease and other related uh, lifestyle related issues. So we don't want to be consuming a lot of refined sugars at all but if we're also having you know three high refined sugar meals and then also adding in refined sugar snacks that is making our insulin resistance more likely to happen and quicker more likely to happen quicker and you develop insulin resistance insulin resistance can be reversed by healthy diet and lifestyle so don't fear but it is linked to disease uh, specifically type 2 diabetes and overweight and obesity so really really important and if you are uh sometimes if people are overweight or obese that can be a sign of insulin resistance so these kind of things go hand in hand that then cause type 2 diabetes so really want to try to avoid insulin resistance and sometimes a way to kind of see if you are insulin resistance is if you need to snack a lot and this is kind of where it all ties together so if you're feeling hungry all the time and you really struggle to feel comfortable between meals so from breakfast to lunch and then from lunch to dinner between those gaps so those what three four hour gaps if you're feeling quite hungry um, and obviously not right before you eat or when you're trying to make dinner and stuff but kind of quite soon after your meals that's not really a good sign so you really want to be uh, depending on what you've eaten of course so if you've just had a really small meal that's different or if you've had like a a meal maybe like McDonald's you'll probably feel quite hungry after that because it's absolutely null of nutrients so you probably won't feel very full uh, but that's another topic but specifically if you're having those snacks and they're also high in refined sugar and they're also not very nutrient dense we're really causing problems there and that hunger between meals might be linked to insulin resistance it might also be linked to la- lack of nutrients in the meals that you may be eating uh, and also a couple other things you know emotional eating all of that. So, snacking, I think, religiously on healthy things can be a useful tool, specifically if you're someone with uh, that's trying to practice. Just, uh, <laughs> I was going to say something else there. Um, if you are trying to practice intuitive eating, specifically if you're that, or if you are recovering from an eating disorder, snackings can be absolutely vital for that can be absolutely critical in recovery so we're not talking really about that talking more about the general population and snacking I don't know to feel good or snacking because it sounds good or because you want a bit of chocolate snacking on fruit snacking on nuts that type of thing can be really beneficial and can be a really great opportunity to get more nutrients in especially if you're someone who can't eat a lot in one sitting so snacking can be used as a beneficial thing it really can but it does depend on how much we're snacking and specifically what we're snacking on so if we're having snacks every single day so say if every single day you have a snack of like a big chocolate bar in the middle of lunch and dinner you're spiking that insulin there and if you again have something that is regarded unhealthy I'm doing quotation marks there uh that again for dinner you're spiking insulin again in a very uh When I say spike, you know, a very increased way less, less so than something that was high in fiber, high in nutrients, wouldn't spike your insulin as much. And it would also slow uh, the, the insulin spike, which is really, really important. So if you are someone who really does feel the need to snack a lot, if you find yourself really hungry between meals, number one question I'm asking you is, what are you having for those meals one do you feel full once you've eaten you should feel full you shouldn't feel bloated You shouldn't feel overly full but you should feel satiated you should you know feel comfortable with the food that you've eaten and also are so are you eating enough is the first question and what are you eating so sometimes you can eat and eat and eat and don't feel full i mean for a bunch of reasons but it might be because you're eating foods that aren't very nutrient dense and that might be a reason for being hungry but again it could be linked to, to some other issues going on with insulin. So if you are wanting to snack, and if you are someone who likes to snack and have smaller meals throughout the day, then thinking about using uh, food in a way Of eating healthy snacks and really getting a good uh, snack that is going to fill your body with nutrients and have another opportunity to to have nutrients in a small way is great so things like fruit nuts vegetables that type of thing or whole grains that type of thing is really really great as well as things like herbal teas and also making sure we're drinking water throughout the day of course that's not snacking but that can be associated with, with having a snack as well so snacking in that way is really really great I'm someone who doesn't really need to snack ever. I have three meals a day, and that's pretty much it. Um, I don't. I don't really like snacking. I think because I don't really know. I think I don't really get hungry between meals, and I'm quite happy just to wait until my lunch or my dinner if I'm feeling a little bit hungry. But say if I'm really really busy and I need to go and do something or I need to exercise and I might be eating a little bit later then yeah I'll probably have a banana or something like that or some a handful of nuts or some an orange or you know that type of thing but I wouldn't necessarily ever have anything substantial for a snack and I think that's quite important because of course if you're having quite a substantial meal as a snack then that can also um, you know eat one it can make you not hungry and it can kind of mess with your meal times or it can really add to the bulk of calories you're having which again you guys know I don't like to preach about calories but of course that does add to uh, weight gain and all that especially if it's a, a chocolate bar or big packet of crisps and you know that type of thing but if we're really using snacks as a way to utilize nutrition in our lives that is something I can get behind if you are someone who does feel that they are hungry between meals and need a snack but they are having really nutritious meals that is completely fine but try to have snacks that are going to add nutrition to your diet and not necessarily kind of a chocolate bar or something like that but again if chocolate bars make you the happiest in the world, do not take them out of your diet if it's going to make you feel terrible about life, and that's the only thing that keeps you going. You know, it's about uh, balance. So say, if you really liked your chocolate in the afternoon, have you know half a bar of chocolate, square chocolate, and strawberries or something like that. So adding nutrients to foods that are necessarily that are not necessarily nutrient dense can be a really great way to have a healthier snack. Uh, so that type of thing like having a little bit chocolate but also having a a piece of fruit that can add fibre to the the meal that you're eating and help reduce the insulin spike but as well as keep you hungrier and fuller for longer and less likely to have a big binge on chocolate so there's a couple things that you obviously can do to help with snacking in a healthier way without completely getting away uh, your favourite foods but one of those things of course is doing things like that but we can really really use snacks as a beneficial thing or we can use it as a completely unbeneficial thing but again I also think that snacking like a lot a lot does have its side as as side effects as well so if we're uh, snacking again between meals we're spiking that insulin again even no matter kind of what we're eating unless it's a really high in fat or protein product like nuts or things like that and then as well so trying to kind of minimize that insulin spike as much as we can throughout the day is really really great. But it's also not great for your teeth, things like that, to be having um, food all throughout the day. I think pretty much I think dentists say three meals a day and one snack at, at maximum because, of course, the more you, the food you're eating in different occasions, the more uh, likely your teeth are to get exposed to different carbohydrates that will um, longer time from brushing your teeth and all that. But, of course, I'm not a dentist, but massive amount of health is also your oral health, and your teeth so that's another important factor as well to consider snacking a lot you don't necessarily want to be in more sugars in your mouth before uh, you are uh, brushing your teeth later on at night but snacking is really really great and it can be really helpful especially if you're kind of waiting a long time for meals or if you're Out with your normal routine but at the same time it can also be quite problematic and it can cause issues as well depending on what you're eating how much you're eating of it and also if you're feeling really really hungry can't find enough food to fulfill you there might be something else going on there Um, but also trying to snack on things like fruit and vegetables as well as nuts seeds that type of thing do be careful and read the ingredients on things like that so things like not bars and stuff sometimes it can be absolutely loaded with sugar so be careful with that just check the ingredients of things and be smart about your snacking and it can absolutely provide much more nutrients in your diet and give you more chances to add nutrients into your diet but i really hope this helps give some clarity around snacking and whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing and also kind of the mechanisms the science behind snacking i really hope you enjoyed this podcast and please do give it a like a comment and don't forget to follow the podcast as well it really really helps me out uh, um, on spotify or apple podcast wherever you get the podcast from you can follow me on there as well as give me a follow on instagram and tiktok uh, i think that's it and keep up to date with me there i really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and i will speak to you all next week bye